Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Waiteka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, hello, everybody, on this July 6th, first Monday in July. And I don't know how your 4th of July weekend went, um, if you got to see fireworks, if your community was started their fireworks last month, if you've been hearing them way into the night. But I know that's what's been going on here. So I just want to thank you for coming to the show today. I I welcome you. I hope that you enjoy our show today, and I would like to welcome my guest today. Hi, Jamie. Jamie Bella is the guest on my show today. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Hi. Thanks so much for having me today. My pleasure. Just so that people know, I want to know that Jamie is the founder and mompreneur, which I think is such an awesome name, of Greenways Organic. And we're going to be talking about your company, excuse me, and how it got started and everything about you, Jamie. But before we get to the <laughs> business side of your life, I think it would be really great to know a little bit about you personally. So could you just share a little bit about yourself with, with, the, with our audience and with me, please? Sure. So um, like you said, I'm a mompreneur. First and foremost, I'm a mom of two. Uh, my son is 11 and my daughter is 10. And I have three dogs, which are like my Mm. other children. And I run a couple different businesses. Um, You know, living a healthy, organic lifestyle is extremely important to me. Throughout my life, I've had a hard time finding healthy, um, affordable solutions. And that's really why I started Greener Ways is because I wanted to bring other moms, other people, healthy, affordable products. And, um, you know, we've been very successful. Well, terrific. Before we get over to the business side of, of, of the show, which is really the focus of the show, so you mentioned you have an 11-year-old son, you have a 10-year-old daughter, you have a couple of dogs. Who came first? In what so order? My, one of my, yeah, there was, there was dog number one. Uh-huh. Uh, he's now four, 14. And then my wow. son. And then mm-hmm. my daughter. And then dog number two. And then dog number three. Wow. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. And did you grow up here in Los Angeles? Did you grow up? What part of the country did you grow up in? I grew up, um, yep, I grew up outside of Philadelphia. And uh, when I graduated high school, I went um, to Hofstra University in Long Island. And then Mm -hmm. from Long Island after college, I moved into the city in Manhattan. And then I met my husband and we lived in Weehawken, New Jersey together. And then, um, you know, when we started the business and then when everything, I think, was, we found out that a lot of things were clustered in Southern California and mm-hmm. we decided to move out West and I've been living now in uh, Southern California for the past three years. Oh, so you're, you're kind of a newbie to, to the city. Yeah, yeah. I can, I'm I just East have... Coaster at heart, but I yes. fell head over heels for, for the West side of Southern California. Well, there you go, and it's funny because I can't help when I hear somebody tell me anything related to Philadelphia, how I relate to that. My son-in-law was born and raised in 
in um, that area. So whenever I see anybody or know anybody, my hand immediately goes to fly, eagles fly, because if I didn't, he'd look at me like, I can't believe you didn't say that as a sports fan. So fly, eagles fly. (laughs) You bet. Yeah, fly, eagles fly, exactly. Fly, eagles fly. Should we ever get to see sports again? But that's for a different show because I am a huge sports fan. But we're really (laughs) going to be (laughs) – I am. i got to be honest. But, But the focus of our show today is really about what you've done. And I would like to just remind people right now because they, I haven't done that yet, but and I will continue to do that through the show, that you have a, quite an interesting website, and I'd like to direct people to your website. It's very easy, people. It's not hard to find. It's really just greener, just like the, just like the color, greenerways.com, and it features your products and um, something about you and your organic lifestyle. So I've read a little bit about you. I know a little bit about your beginning, and I think that it's a fabulous story, frankly. And I'm going to let you – I I mean, I really do. And I don't don't think we can start this conversation – because I know I believe you started your company. It was it in 2008? Is that is that? Do I have that right? Um, I think it was closer to like 2009 or 2010, but in that in okay. that area. <laughs> okay, so around that area. Okay, but you had an enormous influencer in your life, didn't you? I did. I did. Would you, would and, you like and, to talk about know, her? Sure. Sure. It was my grandmother, um, my mother's mother, and. Um, what was interesting about her is she was a you know lived a pretty much a, a natural healthy lifestyle and you know her father was an apothecary so he would be in the back of his pharmacy mixing herbs and medicines and you know and and doing it that way and so she kind of always you know enforced that when you're out and about in the store you should always read the label you know don't just buy anything and most of the times if you're reading the back of a label and there's ingredients that you cannot pronounce that you have no idea what it is most likely you probably shouldn't buy the product. And I think that stuck with me, you know, throughout my lifetime in, in really living that healthy lifestyle and, and being very conscious about what products I use from, from my wash to my lotions to, you know, being very, very, very careful about what I put on my body. About what age did you, well, let's back this train up just a bit. So we know about your great-grandpa. Now we know about your grandma, Mama Bella. Did you grow up in a home that was vegetarian, vegan, um, healthy lifestyle? What was what, what? Where did this? Where did? How did this start for you in the very beginning? Well, I think I was very into sports. Um, you know, I, I was a competitive swimmer, and okay. so I was always working out. And I, you know, both my parents, uh, you know, were healthy and active, and you know, we kind of just. Um, kept a healthy household, you know, when it came to food and eating healthy and always Mm -hmm. sat together at, you know, my mom always, she cooked her, you know, her mother cooked. And um, so I think I I grew up, you know, athletic, eating healthy foods. And then as I, you know, as I got older and I kind of left my parents' house, you know, I got, it it became even more, you know, more intense for me of, of, you know, working out, watching what I eat, eating healthy foods, you know, reading labels, um, Never, nothing was vegetarian or vegan. I eat everything under the sun. I love meat. Um, you know, I, I definitely, you know, like to go to the farmer's market, pick out vegetables. Um, you know, my husband, 
my husband's family grew up in the fruit and fruit and vegetable business. So he's, you know, a fruit and vegetable guy anyway. Uh So, you know, we always cook dinner, we eat dinner as a family and um, my whole entire family does CrossFit. You know, I have my CrossFit coach who I love and she comes out to the warehouse Mm -hmm. and she actually trains me and she trains my kids there. And then I offer CrossFit to the rest of my employees. And, um, you know, we also have a chef that prepares lunch every day for all the employees. So they, we know, you know, we know what they're eating and offer, offer, offer them healthy food so they don't have to go out and, you know, buy, you know, buy other foods that, that might not be as healthy for them. So we kind of make it our, you know, lifestyle for everybody that's around us. Did you do this even um, pre-COVID? I mean, has this just been your operating standard? Yeah, yeah, pre and mm-hmm. that's pre cool. and post. Yep, absolutely. That's, that's, that's great. That's really great. So, um, so I guess maybe we should start off by the whys, the whys and the whats. All right. So let's just start off with the why. Why, why did you start your company? How, you know, how did that come about? It really was based on a problem that that I was having that I couldn't solve. So when I was pregnant with my first child, my husband and I were living in Weehawken, New Jersey, and there was a huge nor'easter. A big storm came through, and my house flooded. And we decided that we were going to remain in the house while we rebuilt it. And um, it started getting infested with flying insects like mosquitoes. So we simply went to the store to buy bug spray. And once again, standing in the aisle, reading the back of the labels, there was mm-hmm. harsh chemicals that I could not pronounce and that I knew were bad. And there was no way I was going to put that on myself or my unborn child. So I went from store to store to store and I couldn't find anything. So I went home on a mission. You know, at the time, my husband and I had a green cleaning business uh, in Manhattan and we understood essential oils and, and healthy, healthy products. And so we decided that we were going to, you know, tinker and make a formula in our living room. A friend of ours built a machine and uh, we made a bug spray and handed it out to just friends and family. And the response was so overwhelmingly positive that we said, oh, my gosh, if I'm having the same problem, how many other women, moms, people, you know, dads are having this problem out there? And we decided that we were going to start Greener Ways and bring healthy, affordable solutions to the masses. As that, so obviously the, the, your initial business with your husband sort of had you already in that field to some degree. I mean, you're, you don't have a chemistry background, correct? No, but since I would say since our infancy, you know, our entire team has, has, you know, we've built our entire team and now we have doctors on staff. We have formulators, we have chemists, we work with 12 universities around the country. So, you know, it's definitely grown from, from my living room. Yeah. Do you look back at that and go, holy cow. I mean, does it sometimes almost shock you? Um, you know, it takes a lot to Not shock really? me. Um, I think it's exciting and I think it's, uh-huh. it's fun. I think, I think I, you know, it, it helps you, it helps you move forward and look at the future when you build something from the ground up and you go through so many trials and tribulations and, and, mm-hmm. you know, a, a lot of small businesses don't make it and, and we, you know, we, we have, and, and we're there. So I think it's, it's, it's exciting to, to look at it. It's interesting to think back, you know, all the stresses that, that you've gone through make you stronger today to deal with even more problems. So I don't know if it's shocking. It's, it's definitely rewarding and exciting and it, it drives me to think about what's next. That's that's just fabulous. Well, congratulations. I, I'm curious to know because you do have this, really tremendous business that we're going to continue to talk about how do, how does your son or your daughter now at their ages do do they have 
an interest? Do they have some kind of either entrepreneurial interest, or do they have any oh, kind yeah. of? Yeah, do they? I bet they do because yeah, they're in that yeah, they're my, in that world. They do. They do. My daughter's ten, and she just came into my room the other day with a mood board that she was talking because we were talking about how we don't really have you know, much gear, whether it's a sweatshirt, a hat, or something, you know, for everybody at our company to wear and, 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 you know, support the company. And so she made a mood board and basically designed an entire clothing line based on, based on, you know, our company logos. And my son is just, you know, a spitfire. He's like the mayor. And, you know, I, if I bring him on a sales meeting with me, he could pitch the entire product line and he's 11. So they're, they're oh pretty, pretty amazing and unique individuals. That's really, that's really cool. Because it could have gone the uh, the other way, and I I think it's really um, tremendous that that kind of support and that kind of conversation and dialogue that you have just being a family um, is very uniting. So I really do um, com- commend you on that. I'm I'm actually looking at your at your products right now, and you do you do have um, a lot of featured products and. I thought maybe you could spend some time, as I look at this, I see it's broken down into safe for kids and pets, cruelty-free and vegan, and all-natural and chemical-free. And as somebody that gets mosquito bites on a regular basis, I should go, and I didn't do this ahead of time, so I, I can assure you that when I get off the phone, I'm going to go look at this bug stick and see what chemicals are on it to reduce that itching because they love me but let's talk let's they they love me so let's talk a little bit about some of these products and what they offer because a lot of people don't always know what products what 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 they offer and what those benefits are so let's talk about your products i'll let you you take over and you tell me about them yeah i mean in a nutshell i could just tell you about all of them and uh we have a we have a line of bug sprays um and a lot of bug repellent products with sprays, and we also have what we call our two-in-one sun and bug. A lot of moms were asking us, you know, what do we do first? Do we put on sunscreen or do we put on bug repellent? And when I took a deep dive into sunscreen, I realized that the sunscreens that a lot of people are using are filled with chemicals. So I said, you know what, I can't recommend any. So I created my own two-in-one product that has both um, so that people can protect themselves from the bugs and the sun and be healthy. And, um, mm. and then other than that, we, we then launched a, a sun line. So we're going to be launching um, organic sunscreens. And then we also have personal care products. So we're launching a shampoo, a conditioner, a deodorant line, and we have body oils. And then also um, when everything happened with COVID, we decided that we were going to um, create a healthy line of hand sanitizers and also antibacterial soap, which we're super excited about. Within the next three weeks, our antibacterial soap is going to be hitting the floors at Costco. So we're very excited. Oh, and then also also hand, and then also a regular hand soap as well. Gosh, well, that's what that certainly is what's coming up. And, and, I, and I want to explore that a little bit more because um, you've been really successful. Uh, you, so you mentioned bug sprays, which, which is really important if, you know, before COVID – I did a lot of traveling and out of, an international travel. And when you go to some areas, Costa Rica, Vietnam, places that I've been, Africa, you know, you're, you become very mindful of not wanting to be bit by something and find yourself, you know, with an enormous um, welt, not knowing what to do with it. I remember one time being in New Hampshire, 
in the fall and I was stung by a bee that completely made my under my eye swell up the size of a sack and it was like whoa and fortunately for me it didn't go any farther than that so for somebody that is really susceptible to those kinds of bites it's nice to know that there's that there's something like that that I would be a candidate for your product in that regard correct Are you there? Are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm here. I, I, I did. I, did you I, hear my the question? Last, the last, no, the last. Uh, for some reason, oh. the last like four. Uh, you broke up on me for a second. If you wouldn't mind. Repeating oh, I'm it. so sorry. Well, I basically was saying I was describing where I've traveled around the world and my susceptibility to bites, yes. whether they're fleas yep. or mosquitoes or whatever, or a bee sting. And um, I was saying that I'm probably a, a candidate for your products. Right prior to going out, um, and and while you're out, so whether you're a yeah, kid think, or an adult, yep. I think it's really important to protect yourself. And there's many ways that you can. I absolutely love the two-in-one product, the Sun and Bug. I think it puts a barrier around your whole body. It smells incredible. It feels great on the skin. Um, so during the day when there's sun anyway, I use that. And then at dusk, you know, when there's no sun out, I use the spray. And I don't just spray my body. I spray my clothing. I spray my socks, my shoes. Um, and, you know, wherever you're sitting, you can always spray your umbrella, your cushions of their bodies, where we know the ankles are a big place that bugs yes. bite. So that's, you know, for me, it's just don't forget, carry spray with you wherever you go. Carry the lotion with you wherever you go and, and, um, and spray your whole body. I think for people that are not really susceptible to bites like I am, they would be shocked to know because I've experienced it. It's like, how in the world did I get a bite there when I am fully clothed? There, my waistband, my waist is not exposed. I'm wearing pants. I'm wearing a shirt. I might even be wearing something over the shirt. And I still get a bite because those suckers, they don't really care if you're wearing something or not, do they? They don't. <laughs> they don't. In fact, sucker is kind of an interesting choice of words. I have a fountain in my backyard, so I'm very mindful of the water. It's a moving fountain, so the water is not the water is not stationary. It is it's in constant motion. But I know that the worst time for me to be out and around my fountain is as the sun's going down. Is that is that a typical time where Absolutely. bugs tend to bite? Yep, absolutely. It yeah. I definitely think it's one of the worst times. And I definitely think it doesn't, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter what time it is. If you're, like you said, standing water, if you're in an area where there's a ton of standing water, there's going to be obviously tons of larvae and mosquitoes. So make sure no matter what that you, um, you know, either try to treat the water or move mm-hmm. the water. Um, even, you know, people that have you know, little doggy pools, or even if they have little sandboxes, there's different places where water accumulates and just try to make sure right. you dry it up. It's it's interesting, um, Jamie, that you said that we've been, as you know, you live here and I live here, we have been so dry. You know, it's like the only kind of water that you're going to see around here is what comes out of your hose um, but or your sprinklers. But, you know, when it was when it was more of the rainy season and maybe you had a pot, that had a, um, a um, what are you trying to say? Um, the, the what is the thing? The the, the saucer that's underneath the, the pot. If there's right. water and moisture standing there, 
you're 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 really asking for trouble, aren't you? Yes, we definitely are. I think in mm-hmm. general, mosquitoes. I know in the past three years they've gotten worse every year here in Southern California, mm-hmm. even if there's rain or no rain. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on the year. It depends on the climate. But those bugs are always around, and it's just better to protect yourself. Um, right. Because you know whether it's whether it's disease or whether it's just being, you know, my daughter's allergic, so when she gets a bug bite, it swells up. It's just important to protect Mm -hmm. yourself, and I think the most important thing for me was how do we do it? How do we protect ourselves, you know, healthy, in a healthy way, where we're not putting chemicals on our body, and it's pretty simple, and that's why we created the product. Yeah, that makes, um, that, that really, that makes a lot of sense, and it really doesn't matter what the bug is, does it? In other words, I've seen hornets in my yard, um, and bees, and um, and like and you know and, the, and that mosquito who you can hear like when they're buzzing like keep your doors closed people especially if you're like me the last thing you knew is to say oops I've meant to close the screen door all the way and it's the middle of the night and you just heard something buzz by your head you know uh, if that happens to me the first thing I do is close my bedroom door and say well it's you're going down because I'm not going to sleep till I find you and I kill you. So um, does your spray, does your, do your products help also with regardless of what kind of uh, insect is well, out we there? Well, our products don't kill, they repel. But what I would say Okay, is there's that a difference, isn't to, there? Yeah, when it comes to bees and wasps, I'm not trying to, you know, kill anything. You, that's different, mm-hmm. a different type of product. But our product works to repel insects. So the little noceums that you, you know, get when you're at the beach, the little beach, mm-hmm. you know, little beach mites, you know, those green-headed flies that will take a chunk of skin out of you and mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. What we do is we repel. We repel the insects. That's a – thank you. Uh, that's, that's a distinction. And when I do these shows and, and I'm having a guest like yourself on my show and we don't know you, we don't know each other, I should say, um, I'm always learning and that's part of the joy of having a guest on my show every week to share the things that maybe I don't know as much about. So it, it's very interesting because words really do matter. So you repel rather than kill. You prevent the bites to start with. Um, you've really had significant growth, and we're going to be talking about that growth. But whoop, I don't know what you're doing moving around, but I'm hearing a lot of background noise. Um, what do you attribute your success too. How if you had to just point a finger to that? I would say it's definitely persistence, hard work, uh, never giving up. And, you know, we're definitely a small company made up of friends and family who work really, really hard. Uh, we're dedicated. We believe in what we do. Um, and like I said, persistence and never giving up. We started the company before people even understood organic and, you know, I'm not just the CEO, but I run my entire sales team. I'm the head of, you know, I do, you know, all the sales. And I would say that there's companies that I've had to call on for four to five years in a row before they even understood or got, you know, organic and you just Mm -hmm. never give up and you push forward. So, you know, we're Mm -hmm. all resilient. We're all, we're all really tough. We're all scrappy and we all put in the work. You know, even if I have to, you know, there's weekends where we've had to get orders out and I'm working the line, I'm putting labels, you know, whatever it is, we do it Mm -hmm. to make it happen. That's really great. I I think that's terrific. So we've mentioned essential oils um, for a bit now in this conversation. I don't think everybody knows what that means, what essential oils are. Could you define essential oils? 
Yeah, I mean, essential oils are, you know, they're obviously natural plant-derived oils that comes from, you know, that come from plants, and they're, you know, definitely different oils that come from around the world. You know, for the bug repellent products, most of our oils come from areas like Southeast Asia and India. There's citronella, there's lemongrass oil, there's cedarwood. But then there's a ton of other essential oils that we use in all of our products, whether it be peppermint, rosemary, lavender, sage, um, you name it. And basically, you you know, these are the types of oils that people use in products. They also use them to diffuse in the air that smell nice. And basically, you know, my company, we use a ton of essential oils. And so we decided that with the relationships that we have around the world with essential oils, we will also become an essential oil house. So we private label essential oils for Unilever and some other people, some other big clients out there. Nice. So I'm, I, you know, when you, I think we're all, I'll just, I won't speak for the world. I'll just speak for me. I'm certainly attracted to the, a pleasant smell, whether it's the, the essential oil, the tea I drink, I, I have um, a peppermint geranium plant in my backyard that just smells like heaven, and and so when you when you recommend if I was to have your essential oil right in front of me right now, would it recommend that I rub it on my wrist? Um, I think it doesn't matter. I think that it depends on what you're using essential oils for. Some people have them in roll-ons, but obviously they have to dilute them, you know, with some other carrier oils. Some use them as massage oils. You could roll them on the wrist. For the most part, I put the essential oils in my diffuser, and I, it, I diffuse it in the air. Um, there's tons of different ways some people put essential oils in their water. There's tons of ways to use essential oils. Well, I think you got to do the research and decide what's the best for yourself. Well, that's really good to know. So what, you're, what I heard you say just then is that not only can you apply it externally, you can take it in internally. Did I understand that correctly? Right. Yes. Say that. Okay. Can you say that one more time? Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, so not only can it be topical or infused in your air, but you can also ingest it. You can put it. Yeah, can, I, think, can, I think it has to be the right I'm not, I, I can't, I can't suggest that anybody legally do any, do anything, but there okay. are different, there are different waters and drinks and out there uh, that are infused with different essential oils. So like I said, if you do the research and you figure out, you know, what companies would have, have products like that, you know, for me, for my essential oil company, we really use the essential oils in, in our products. And then we also um, use them to sell in small bottles for diffusers. Okay. All right. So, and if you had, if I was to say to you, just, just give me one benefit. If you could just say like, here is the best reason why you would want to use an essential oil. What would you say that would be? Um, I would say that when you look at products and you see things like fragrances or colors, these things all can cause allergies and irritation to the skin. Real, true, organic essential oils, there's nothing else in them. So when you add them to products, you get benefits, you know, benefits that, are far, that, that aren't going to affect your skin or affect your body. You know, for example, for myself, I put lavender in my bath, and when I get in my bath, I'm super relaxed. So people, mm-hmm. I, you know, if you really look back at history, they've been using essential oils for thousands of years for different types of things. I mean, citronella goes, grows wild. And in the areas where they grow citronella, there is absolutely no bugs. 
So here you have a plant that doesn't need, you don't need to use pesticides because it's a natural pesticide in itself and it just grows wild and you can use it as a buzz repellent rather than a man-made chemical that Mm -hmm. has side effects. It just makes Mm -hmm. the most sense to me to use what comes from the earth. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's, that's important to hear. Let's, let's talk about COVID. How can we, how can we not? Um, You have kids, so you're affected as a, a, a working parent with with kids that, that are school age. Um, my kids are, you know, much older, obviously, and they aren't children. But um, you you've had to you've had to come up with uh, the constant reinvention of life, and and with COVID just just hammering us, particularly with hand sanitizers and the demand, whether you went wherever you went, you you know, the hoarding of toilet paper and wipes and paper towels and everything like that. When you think back to that, way back in March, April, May, June, July, we're talking about nearly four months ago, which is just sort of staggering in itself. Um, you guys made quite um, a change in that in the field of hand sanitizers, didn't you? Well, you know, we just, you know, we 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 decided that we knew that there was a big need for this type of product and being that we um it was very, you know, we had components and we were doing similar type products and we actually had, you know, we had sourced alcohol before. So we knew how to source high USP grade alcohol that was clean. You know, we had already for our essential oils, we already used the type of GCMS test to make sure that it's clean. So it was just a natural, a natural pivot for us to create, you know, hand sanitizer. And, and that's what we did. And we, you know, we do have some of our own Greener Ways line, and then we also private label. And um, so that was important. And then also we saw a need for antibacterial soap. So that was a big one that we came out to. So it was just, it just made sense for us. It was just a natural flow from what we already do to just add, you know, to add that on. Um, so now Greener Ways has an organic line, and then we also have our conventional line. And the conventional line is, is, um, is um, the conventional line is what we we also have for the sanitizers and the PPE products. Okay. okay. Well, because I didn't know that, and because this is always a learning curve for me. Um, without making it too technical, where I'm going, what? What's what's the difference between the organic? hand sanitizer and the conventional hand sanitizer? Well, what I would say is most people out there, you will not see any organic hand sanitizer. We do have one that we're launching. So it's just that the alcohol itself is organic. It's a higher price point and it's harder to get. So really, you know, our product that's not organic, it uses the highest grade of alcohol. We also use the, you know, all all of the other products that we mix with it, the aloe, are all very, very healthy. But I think there was such a need for sanitizer that you you had to get a bigger supply, and so it's it's, it's a lot harder to get the organic alcohol. So we do, like I said, we do have one. It's going to be launched, but it's um mm-hmm. it's a higher price point, and it's in, and you just can't make as much of it. I see. Well, if somebody was to have some hand sanitizer right now, or they're thinking, "Gosh, you know what? I I don't even look at the ingredients of my hand sanitizer. I even wonder what it is." First, first of all, I think that, that there's there's words in your industry that you understand that I don't understand. So, what is the difference between is it ethanol 
and alcohol, are they one and the same? Do they mean the same yeah. thing? They yeah, do. They do. Yep. Okay. It's just how well, it's derived. Yep. Okay. But then so, there's, I mean, there's isopropyl, which isopropyl alcohol is not what people are used to when it's hand sanitizer because it's treated with a specific chemical. So, uh, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert. Uh, we do have okay. doctors and chemists on staff. If people have questions, they can call. Um, sure. I'm just, I'm just, I'm asking because um, I guess your ethanol hand sanitizer um, exceeds the CDC recommendation, and so does that yeah, make it correct. even it therefore does. more expensive? And not no, expensive. No, I, I didn't mean, mean the green, word expensive. No, green, yeah, what it does I, do, what it does do, is it just puts a little um, reassurance that you know, we have FDA numbers on our products and, and it just mm-hmm. puts a little insurance in there for people to understand that, that what we're using is safe. Um, you know, a lot of people came out of the woodworks when everything happened and they were just, uh, it was kind of, it's kind of like the wild, wild west. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are using alcohol that's not, that's contaminated and not safe because, you know, it's just what it is. So ours, we just, you know, Greener Ways is always about following all of the regulatory, dotting all the mm-hmm. I's, crossing all the T's. It's very important for us. We've been doing it for 10 years. In order to be organic, you have to go through hoops and bounds of regulatory. We've perfected it. And so it's almost like we welcome regulatory because it's that sure. from everybody else. So I, I can, I can see that, but I get, I, I didn't, I said, I, I misspoke what I was really trying to say. I, I said expensive and what, what the word I intended to say was, is it more effective is by being slightly higher than what the CDC recommends is, does it, does it actually make it a little bit answer. more effective? I'm not, I, I really, okay. I mean, that's another okay. question for the chemists and the formulators to understand okay. the testing that's been done on that. All right. Then let's, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to move to another subject that's altogether different um, because we still have a lot of time to talk and get to know one another. So let me do this. I'm going to switch our gears. Um, you are also philanthropic, as am I. And I'd like to know about this particular organization that you work with called Beauty, the number two, the word the, streets, not with the, what, not with, not the plural of streets with T-S, but T-Z, Beauty to the Streets on on LA on this on, on Skid Row. I had never heard of this organization. What is your connection to them? Well, I haven't. I never heard of it either. And I was reading a newspaper article, and I heard of this. You know, I read about this wonderful lady named Shirley, who she goes into you know Skid Row, and she um, would really give them haircuts and beauty makeovers and supply products and. She was very inspiring, and so we reached out and said, hey, can we donate some sanitizer product to you guys and come and hand it out on Skid Row? And she was lovely, and we were able to donate sanitizer to her and go out with her cause and, and um, hand out product. And really, that's, that's how we made the connection. We just reached out to her because she was just inspired us. That's great. Do you, do you, are you still able to do this under today's current events the way we are today? I'm sorry, say that again. Am I still able to? Are you still, I mean, you, I understand you went to Skid Row and you worked with Shirley and she's got this fabulous organization. I, had, I did visit her website. Um, are you regularly working with her or was that a one-time only? Are you able to still you see know, her we, now? Yeah, yeah, absolutely we can. I mean, it's important for me to, you know, they, every, they meet every week 
and they all meet in the parking lot and they put together these bags and you can hand them out mm-hmm. with them or, or you could donate more products. So anytime, you know, we're free or anybody's free, whether it be myself, my kids, anybody can go in and, and offer and volunteer to help. And they could, they, would they just get in touch with Shirley directly? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. That, that's really good to know because, you know, clearly we, we in Los Angeles, but I mean, it's not just here. You know, we have a, we have a really serious homeless situation and um, with COVID as, as it is and their inabilities to have clean environments um, is, is a pretty serious situation. So I think it's really great that, that you're, that you're able to do that. There's, and listen, Skid Row and, and Shirley's organization is just one of many. The Midnight Mission is down there. There's lots of other organizations. I'm in the Rotary Club. We've, we've been down there to do those kinds of things as well. Do you do any other philanthropic, um, things that, that uh, take yeah, you into we the... Do. We do. We, I mean, we've definitely donated sanitizer across the board. We donated sanitizer to Garcetti. Um, we donated sanitizer to a couple different organizations. We've donated sanitizer outside of the country. Um, and even mm. before COVID, we have a relationship with our essential oil partner in India, and we helped, um, we helped bring dollars back to help the farmers that we work with, with irrigation, with books for the children. So wherever we can. And then, you know, we're going into our 10th year. Um, it's going to be year number 10. And so we're super excited about that. And most likely within the next, you know, four to six months, we're going to start um, our own, you know, charity. Oh, I think so that's, more to come that's, on that. that's great. And I would love to be, to, to know about that because I must tell you, Jamie, that is really sort of where my heart lies. I, I've been challenged recently about what, well, really, what is your show all about? I mean, who, who's on your show and what is your focus? And I, I love what nonprofit people do because it's so heartfelt. And whether it's, you know, helping people in India build um, wells so they have clean drinking water or, as you said, um, providing their farmers a source of income because they're getting their product to you. That's, I see that as a total win-win, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm not sure that you want me to ask you this and I, because we didn't get a chance to speak prior to going on the air. So um, I'm going to defer this question to you with the understanding that you may or may not want to talk about this. Um, do you want to talk about your husband and what his life was like as a teenager and how that has shaped your life together? Or would you prefer to just skip that? Um, I mean, just briefly in a nutshell, he, he grew up, um, uh, you know, a quite hard type of lifestyle and at different times was on his own on the streets and, you know, it just made him the person that he is, which is truly unbelievable to overcome any type of obstacle so I mm-hmm. think it just, it leads a lot to, to our life and how we live and how we believe. And, and um, you know, he's just one of the most generous, unbelievable people I know. So, so yeah, that's pretty much it. It just, it, it shapes who we are. I, I, can, I can appreciate that. And, and, frankly, anybody that knows anyone that perhaps fell on hard times, whether it was homelessness, whether it was drugs and alcohol, 
whether it was, frankly, just loss of job and not knowing where to go. I mean, there there are many things that happen in people's lives that contribute to their wellness and to their, um, I don't know, their, their humanity. I, you know, and, and I say that, Jamie, by, I mean, I said that and my hand went over my heart because I know people that have taken life's struggles and have done that, that sort of thing you used to hear, that adage, taking lemons and turning them into lemonade, and contributes to who the people they are today. And um, congratulations to your husband for being one of those people that is a survivor and is able to appreciate what life might have been like when he was very young and how he's able to turn those experiences into something that's really, really important. When people want to know about your product, just to go back to it just a moment, I think what's really astounding, frankly, is how quickly you were able to go from not having a hand sanitizer to launching that and getting it everywhere. And now I, I hear what you're saying in the future, you know, in the Costco, that must have been an enormous effort on the part of you, your family, and the people that you work with. Yeah, well, it's the antibacterial soap that's going to be in Costco. And I think it's just, you know, when you're, when you're young and you're um, kind of a, a, a you know, medium-sized company, you don't, you're not boggled down with bureaucracy. I think really for us being able to move fast – and speed is uh-huh. what gets us ahead of everybody else. And I think, like I said, um, you know, we never stopped. I mean, I'm very thankful and blessed that I didn't have to lay anybody off during, during this time. Oh, and I was able to actually, so yeah, I was able actually to become vertically integrated and actually hire people and, and just grow. And I think that, you know, I feel like we haven't, you know, there was no break. There was no moment off. It was just, you know, head down and, and push forward and work. I think, you know, people always laugh at my husband and I, we work, you know, they say we work 24 hours a day, but we work together. He's my best friend. And my children, I've always done what I call, call mixed schooling with them, where mm-hmm. they're, in STEM, they're in a STEM program. And I also bring really interesting tutors into the picture, and they are able to be at work, and they also help out at work. So being that we're kind of together all the time anyway, uh, you know, work kind of never stops, and that's why we're able to, to move as, as fast as we do. Oh, I think it's, it's it's terrific, and I, and your kids don't even know today, what you and I know as adults, how this is going to affect them. Because frankly, you've just taken the legacy forward, because yep. it started with your mama Bella, and it's just it, it is moving forward. I also know a little bit. Well, I don't know very much, so I'm going to have you tell me about this. But in 2018, you were named by the National Association of Business, Women's Business Owners as Businesswoman of the Year. How did that come about? What was that all about? I think I just got recognized as, you know, building a business here in Southern California. And, um, you know, there's not too many um, women business owners, but there is. And, um, you know, I think it was just, you know, people loved the fact that what we were doing and we were making healthy products at affordable pricing and kind of breaking the stereotype that people have to spend a lot of money for organic products. And we got noticed and I got nominated and I, you know, I was chosen and it was, it was very, you know, very humbling and spectacular. And I think it opened a lot of doors to me to be part of 
many women groups and and being mentored by other women and in turn mentoring mm-hmm. myself and it's it's just a great network to have. Um anybody that's listening to this show um is probably um my my let, let me just say not let say let me use the correct words cuz probably I don't know what they're probably thinking. But my guess is if somebody is listening to you they might be thinking what I'm thinking, which is you are very humble and um you 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 want to deflect the attention around you and reflect it around those around you and that's probably another reason why you were recognized without you saying that because I don't hear a I don't hear a trumpet. I don't hear you trumpeting your own success. Well it takes I, it takes a it takes an army. <laughs> it takes even, it even does. raising my children, having so many people around me, you know, I you know, picking the right team, having the right mm-hmm. support. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also being the right leader, but I think, you know, there is definitely it takes it takes a group of people to make something happen. It's not just one person. So in my organization, there's no egos anywhere. We like everyone to feel like they're an owner, like they're a leader. It's very important to keep morale for us that no one has an ego. Well, I, I that hearing you say that um, doesn't come as any surprise to me. I, I that just sounds how, how who you are. I I heard you say in the in the beginning. But I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm taking notes, I'm listening, I'm asking, and I, and I, and I think that I missed it. Did you mention that you're that you're going to be bringing out a line of personal care products, specifically personal care products? Was what was was that shampoo and things like that? Is that what you said? Yep, yep. So we are we're going to be launching an organic shampoo and conditioner, and that's going to be at Costco to start, and then other stores, and then we also have a line of organic deodorants. And then we also have our massage and body oils. And then in the next, you know, I would say four to six months, we'll be filling out that personal care line with body scrubs, body washes, and body oils, all organic. So down the road will be body scrubs. And what was the other? A body scrub, a body wash, and a body lotion. Okay. Okay. So so body lotion as opposed to the body oil. Got it. Yep, the body oils okay. we already have out. This will be a lotion. Oh, that's great. So I'm just curious, although I have a sense about this, um, when you're not working, which I don't know if that's if there's ever a time when you're not working or your mind is always on is lit, but I have a feeling I know how you're going to answer this. Um, how do you personally maintain the balance in your personal and professional life? Sure. Well, first and foremost, exercise. Um, you know, that's really important to me. Um, also, you know, being that the way that I, you know, um, school my children and being that they're in my life, being able to be a mom is really important to me and spending time with them. Uh, we, My whole family, we like to go on hikes. Um, my husband and I go on bike rides. Um, you know, all those kinds of things that we do and you know whether it's picking up a book in the morning and reading or reading at night and um you know those are those are pretty much my favorite things to do and I I also like to cook so when I have the time you know to make to make dinners and um you know when I can I do whether it's on the weekends mm-hmm. or fitting it in mm-hmm. during the week uh so between all that kind of stuff I pretty much you know that's my free time 
I, I, so let me ask you, are you a meditator? You know, I wouldn't say that I fully meditate. I would say that I mm-hmm. practice breathing. Um, oh, whether good. It be in, mm-hmm. in, yeah, whether it be in my CrossFit or outside of CrossFit, um, I definitely, I definitely practice breathing exercises and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that's one thing I'd like to get into a little bit more is maybe even just small 10-minute meditations. But I do find time to turn, you know, I definitely follow a schedule where I kind of, you know, have time where I, I don't even look at my phone or I won't answer my phone if I'm reading mm-hmm. a book or if I'm working on a project. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much, you know, I'm not tied to my phone. And, you know, I keep all my notifications off. So half the time I can't even see if something pings if someone's calling me so that my mind can stay, you know, focused and in flow. And that makes sense. And, and you're right. You did say at the very beginning that you're a CrossFitter. But I remember you also saying at the top of the show that you are a swimmer. You were a swimmer. Are you able to get swimming added into your activity at all? Well, I live by the beach, so I do mm-hmm. get in the ocean. But other Good. than that, um, not so much in the pool anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting how some things that were just so so integral in your life um sometimes they just go by the wayside and they get they get replaced by something else that's equally yeah you know healthy and certainly crossfit is really healthy and because you're not going to the gym and it sounds like the gym is coming to you um then not only are you um keeping your body physically um fit but so are those folks that you're working with and it sounds like when you said that your company is made up of family and friends, I have, I have no idea how many people that you employ. Um, so, did the the family is obvious, but the friends were they friends prior to joining you, or do you a lot of consider them? them your a friends? lot of them were. No, mm-hmm. a lot of them were. Um, the two doctors that I have on staff, we've known, I've known for twenty years. Um, I mean, if I go through the names of all the people, there's definitely newbies. But a lot of them mm-hmm. came from the East Coast, came from other states to be here with us working. So, um, yeah, a lot of them we've known for a very long time. Some of them I've known longer than I've known my husband. Some of them my husband's known longer than me. It really mm-hmm. is an incredible place to work. And then the people that come on that are new fall right into the culture and become friends as well. I bet. So do any of do you have any off-site locations where people are employed by you, or is everybody here in the Los Angeles area? Everybody's here in Los Angeles, and except okay. for my one partner, who we're partners on in, um, he helps run the essential oil company, and he's he's located in Manhattan, but he comes mm-hmm. out to California sometimes. And so does 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 someone have the responsibility within your company? of having those connections to India or other places that you had mentioned that get the product to you? I would myself and my you? husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. Myself and my husband. Okay. That alone must be quite a process, I would guess, right? Um, well, yeah, it is. I mean, we, um, we found, you know, we found a couple of our partners even on, on the Internet and the websites. And, I mean, one of them, we went to India three years ago and it was myself, my husband, my two kids and my mom and my dad. And we were in in India for about a month traveling all through Northern India, all the way up to the Himalayas, filming, filming with the citronella farmers. And then obviously, you know, we fit in some, some fun stuff where we, we flew to Dubai, we saw the Taj Mahal, Mm, but it was almost a month in India and it was just absolutely fantastic. 
Yeah. And was that the first time your kids had ever gone out of the country? No. My kids have my okay. kids come everywhere. I mean, we um that was India. Before that we they've been a bunch of places and then was it last last year we did an incredible trip to see even more suppliers and and customers that we work with. And so we started in Australia. Then mm. we met my husband because my husband was in Sri Lanka. And then we met in Jakarta and Indonesia. And then we went to, to Bali. And then we went to Manila and the Philippines and then to Bangkok. So, you know, they come everywhere we go. Even if it's 12 hours in a business meeting, they sit there and they listen. Um, and they're, they're incredible. And they, you know, they, as much business as we do, I try to mix in a little pleasure. And we have these incredible trips. So my kids have really been, I mean, for, for their young age, they've been to a lot of different countries and seen a lot of cultures, even from being in the slums in Mumbai and understanding yes. that. So it's really important for us to let them see every culture so that they can be humble themselves and understand what's going on in the world and, right. and um, make their own decisions. It's, it's interesting that you say that, Jamie. I can remember going to Vietnam and Africa and different places in the world, Turkey, and seeing people traveling with their families and thinking, wow, your kids, this is a 13-hour flight just to get here. I mean, Dubai isn't around the corner. Um, And it sounds like one of the key words that must be just an understood in your family is adaptability, that you all are able to adapt and sometimes it's not even the words that you use, but the message that you deliver and the humanity that you talk about or the humanity that you just express in your actions that children are watching. And um, it sounds to me like you're not really shielding them from those opportunities. And in, 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 in return, they are learning so much. Boy, if there were ever books to be written, sounds to me like your kids could probably write a really interesting book about, you know, travels with mom and dad. I, I just oh, absolutely, they can. I mean, have they ever sent? Uh huh. Um, last year, we sent my son back to Thailand by himself with one other person, and he went to a Muay Thai kickboxing camp for a month. He was nine when he went. The next oldest kid at the camp was 17, actually a kid from Israel who he's kept in touch with who comes and visits. But he was at a Thai Muay Thai kickboxing camp for a month where he had to do his studies. He had to wake up in the morning, work out. There was two, three, two to three workouts during the day, and it was just incredible the experience of him being in another country without mom and dad and having to survive and live and understand. And he, you know, the gifts we got from that were incredible. He came back a different person. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not into shielding my kids from anything. I mean, you know, I understand that they're still children and you have to remember that, you know, a lot of times all the people around me hold them to a, such a higher standard than most kids because they're people, you know, and so sometimes we have to remind ourselves, hey, they're kids. Um, but for the most part, it's really important for me that they are people and I'm not going to shield them from anything. I'm going to let them mm-hmm. learn and grow and understand and make their own choices. And obviously the best that I can do is give them love and support and turn them into self-sufficient individuals. So, Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's, a lot, it's, a, it's a tremendous lifestyle that you have because it's so deliberate and yet it is so um, – um, you, you have, I mean, you to me, it all just feels very, yeah, it feels like I, I couldn't imagine living any other way. Exactly. <laughs> really living, you know? 
Right. And and it, it it's and I and I you know there's a lot of people that live it, I'm a word master, so I was born to talk. Imagine that. But there are a lot of people that live and there are a lot of people that exist. And there are a lot of people that just go through life and there's a lot of people that live through life. And when I have guests like yourself that clearly are living such an authentic life, it, you don't ha- doesn't sound like there's any contradictions in your life that you are I think you get the word right, authentic. You know, yes. I think that that's the most important thing, that my husband is who he is. Not that we don't learn and we grow, but we're really true to who we are, and that's what I try to instill in my kids, that they don't need to be like anybody else. They need to find who mm-hmm. they are and be themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I guess I'm enjoying, and I, I, it tends to come up in every show, Jamie, because, you know, you and I won't be on, this, on the call together next week. I'll actually be with two members of my Rotary Club, the outgoing and the right. incoming presidents. But I have found that for me, as, a, as what I would consider to be a type A type personality, that that you're doing the CrossFit, uh, the Y has been closed, so I'm not able to go to the Y. That doesn't mean I don't walk. But I've added yoga and knowing um, not so much can I get into down dog and warrior and all of these different positions that are obviously stretching and important, opening up your heart space and all these words that we learn about in yoga. But the breathing that you mentioned earlier, I think that if everyone under this pandemic that we're living from, that we have, frankly, because we just don't know the, the information changes from nightly news to nightly news. It just uh, it's it to the point where you don't even know which way your head is spinning depending upon who you're listening to. But what doesn't change is the ability for us to sit in stillness, whatever that looks like for you, and to literally take a deep breath and to hold it and to ex- and to let it, you know, exhale from your body and to just calm ourselves down because these are not easy times for anybody, for anybody. Um, you know, you, you, you can't even smile at anybody because if you are being mindful and you are wearing a mask, about the only way they're going to know that you're smiling from across the street is the twinkle in your eye and a, and a yep. wave. Or for, in my case, I will speak to anyone so, um, you know, you can imagine some people probably want to avoid me, but um, that's not true. But, uh-huh. you know, I want, I want to engage with people because we are sharing this time on earth together. Whether, I mean, clearly you're not traveling right now, right? I mean, you're sort of bound here in, in the States. Are you, going, are you going overseas or traveling? No, right now I haven't been. Not to say that mm-hmm. if something comes up, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, super healthy and I would be super careful. But for now, mm-hmm. no, I've just been stationed here in Southern Cal. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss the ability to travel because I'm in a position where, where I am in my life where that's really something I could be doing. And I would love to go um, out of the country. I'd love to go back to Africa or to Chile or to Costa Rica or some of these places that were so wonderful Vietnam. Yep. Um but you know it's it's not in the it's not in the cards right now 
But I think that what's important about all of us that podcast, whatever that subject might be, is that we let people know that we're not alone in this, that you can listen to a show like this and perhaps be inspired to think, gosh, I need to look into this a little bit deeper. This really sounds fascinating. So remember, everyone, it's called Greener Ways, W-A-Y-S dot com. And this, this company is just growing by leaps and bounds, and you're going to start seeing their products in Costco. Costco's doing an excellent job of keeping us safe and sound. The sanitizers are there. The carts are wiped down. I, I don't feel the least bit threatened or uneasy. I was just in Costco yesterday. So I look forward to looking for your products and and just wish you the very best as you move forward and whatever you do and when your new products come out I hope you'll let me know so that I Absolutely. can you know, Absolutely. let let, yep. let my my let my people know it sounds like a song. let your people know so we can have yes. another wonderful conversation another time and I wish I you all that. the best too and continue doing what you're doing I think it's important that people that people hear you know positive stories as well as negative stories and that people understand that, you know, life is not over and people can reinvent themselves. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's what this great place here in America is. It's, you know, people can have a new beginning. So yes. um, I wish everybody the best and thank you so much for having me on today. My pleasure. I'm going to let you get back to work, be with your family. Thank you. And I thank you so much for, for joining me today, Jamie. It was a pleasure. Thanks so and much. And I'll see all of you next week when I have Brady Connell and Jerry Jen on my show. But for now, I'm going to bid you farewell. Have a wonderful week, everybody, and bye for now. <laughs>